Hallelujah, the boys are back in town. Uh-oh. Look who's here, baby. We missed it, I think. Oh, we rushed it, but we got there. Yo, baby! Yes, sir! What's up, everybody? What's good? Uh-oh, it's the All Day Everyday Show. With All Day AJ and homie Manny Ruffin. Get it, Oh, just another day, another dollar clocking into work. Powered by Dimers, as always. Gotta love these guys. Uh, fo so, I did Twin Spires. Sorry, Jason, if you're not happy with this one. Um, I'm gonna do Caesar Sportsbook. You guys got one week, okay? One more week to sign up to Caesar's Sportsbook. If you bet $100 on football during the month of September, which, again, is one more week, you will receive a $150 gift card to the NFL Pro Shop to get yourself a free jersey. To put that into perspective, jerseys are $120 to $150 if you want the color rush jersey. So literally, guys, you're literally getting a free jersey. Sign up to Seizure Sportsbook using code ALLDAY at sign up for a risk-free bet up to $5,000. Like I said last week, it's not a $5,000 bet. You don't have to do that. Right, Manny? You can bet responsibly. You can bet 20 you can bet a little 50 Maybe 5 Okay. I, I, I can't confirm more than thing. that take. So here's the thing. The reason why I'm pressing this is because if you sign up using the code all day, you get the $5,000 risk-free bet up Absolutely. to $5,000. Absolutely. So you bet the $100 to what get else? the free jersey. Yep. And then if it loses, you get it back to re-bet it again. Yep. And regardless if that loses and you don't make any money, what is you get a free jersey. Boom! Bang! <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Oh, my goodness. Okay, ad deal is done. We have a show to do. Let's I hope it. you guys all enjoyed the Bo Wagner interview. It did very, very well. And you guys were able to see this guy in real time. Saw I what do he have like. an objection to make. 88% of you fuckers that watched that video were not subscribed. Hit that fucking subscription. Hit that like button. Link in bio if you're watching on YouTube. Don't do us like that. Don't just watch our shit for an hour and not subscribe. You can't do that. We do this every fucking week. We're back in the office today. Let's get it. Let's go. I mean, we're killing the game today. Let's get it. It is a very, very, very dull uh, uh, Thursday afternoon. Okay, it's very outside. dull, stormy. We have we Thursday night football power. tonight. Thursday night football tonight. Thursday Let's night go. football. We might lose power. We were supposed to have a guest today. We got left out to dry like cold turkey. It's almost it's like right. when you're grilling a really nice turkey breast or chicken breast, and then you just fuck it up and it comes out really dry. That's okay. what we felt today, but it, it is, is okay. okay. The show must go on. The fellas must be ready, and we are here. Manny, tell me what we're doing today. Let's get it. So today we have some hot takes to start you boys off with. I then have some public apologies to make to some players and organizations in the league. I will take some time on that. Then we have a big, 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 big football game on Sunday. Buccaneers taking on the Rams. And now I like the Rams, the little home dogs. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's but go, we have baby. have a nice show for you guys prepared. Hot today. takes. And I have my takes right here on the paper. Okay. So right. we are going to start. We, we put this on Twitter and Instagram. We do this every week. Uh, we've been laying off it for, for a little bit as we had some guests come on and, and other things like that. But we are back to hot takes. So for the first one on Twitter, my uncle, my uncle Michael, keeping Michael Costello, keeping a family in there, is at Cos5280 on Twitter. His hot take is Ryder Cup standouts, okay? So the Ryder Cup is obviously this weekend. This will be going up in uh, day two. So you guys will see this on Saturday. It's Thursday right now. So uh, it's at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. We knew that the, um, the PGA Championships have been there in the past years. Um, one thing that I want to talk about a little bit is something to take note of that some of you may not know is the uh, 11th hole at Whistling Straits is, has been changed from a par 5 to a par 4. So um, the other thing that I want you guys to take some note here, if you're going to bet, is 
it's going to be a big long hitter day, okay? So these guys that can hit the long ball, Bryson, right? Everybody knows he can hit the he's going to be, you know, long driving guy now. So there is the the rough is very how should I put this? Uh low, okay? So the, it's not really I, I guess you, you you might not classify it as as a traditional rough. So regardless, if you can just hit the long ball, you and and you don't penalize yourself with, you know, maybe going over out of bounds or where you have to punch out and, and take your medicine to lose a stroke, you're going to do just fine. So look for guys like Bryson, maybe look for guys like Brooks, okay? Um and 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 put your money on 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 the long ball hitters. You know, there was a, a stat that I was reading from the athletic.com that uh Jason Day when he won his PJ championship in, back in 2015, he his driver was immaculate off the tee. And that's what really helped him excel and win that championship in that weekend back in 2015. So we also can look at our standouts here because you can bet for the Ryder Cup, you can bet on top point scores, right? So you're, you're playing in a match style and, and different types of uh, uh, types of formats and you get a point for if you win or not. So when you want to bet a, a winner, I think the, the leader right now for, for most points is, is uh, Justin Thomas at plus 600 to get the most points. Uh, so I would think to do that, but what I'll say to that is you want to find guys that are playing in all of the days, right? So they're like you're not you're only playing, you know, if you're playing all weekend, pick those guys because you obviously it just makes more sense probability wise, chance wise, you'd have more of a chance to win when guys are playing the full weekend to get the most amount of points to get that bet, right? And then you have your standouts, right? So the team if you're looking at Team USA right now, they have six Ryder Cup rookies on this team. And one of them is is a guy that we've been uh we've mentioned a couple times on this show and that's Colin Morikawa. So uh, that could be your standout as maybe a top rookie. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's definitely going to be a fun weekend. We haven't had, uh, you know, uh, a tournament like this where we can lock in. I know there's the, you know, your diehard golf fans that are putting it on every single weekend. Nice. But then you have those guys, oh, well, the Masters is on or BMW Championships on. Oh, I'll toss it on then. Uh, so to have a tournament like this is really exciting. Um, and then obviously on the other side, John Rahm. Obviously, we know what he's been capable of, uh, so look for him too as, as a top point scorer over there on Europe as well. So that's really what I got on the on the Ryder Cup. Not too much there, but definitely going to be an exciting weekend. And again, just the the moral of the story that you should take away from this uh, recap of this hot take is is look at the long ball hitters. They they will excel during this weekend. I think, and I'm going to go a different direction here. I mean, I like Dustin Johnson coming in this weekend. And you did like, say that to whoa, me. Whoa, 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 he's been playing like shit lately. Exactly. And this is my thought process behind it. This is not a tournament where it's just me. I have a team of absolute studs players everywhere. They're going to be building me up at their every shot, talking to me a little bit here and there, giving me tidbits, giving me little tips. I think DJ, because once he hits a couple shots, that man gets hot. He's not, he can hit the driver, but it's not necessarily one of those long ball guys, but he can hit with them. And he's, he's, good, he's good with his second shots. I think it, what you said about the rough not being too crazy, I think that's good for a guy like Dustin Johnson. I think he has a, I think he has a good weekend. That's that's my standout for the Ryder Cup, just because he hasn't been doing so well. It's kind of a hot take, but I think he does fine. Yeah, uh, and then and, and uh, the last thing I'll mention, too, is Spieth and Thomas uh, pairings, too. So those guys have obviously, I mean, you guys have hopefully I mean, seen the pictures yeah. of them as, as young bucks. <laughs> So uh, that chemistry has never been lost, and when Facts. there's two of them get to play together as a team on the same team, special. you know it's going to be special and deadly for for other guys watching uh, and competing. Okay, so let's go to our next one. This is on that was our only one on Twitter, and we have a couple on Instagram here. Justin Ross, um, you know our, our Pancras boy, That's my fucking yep, guy. Shout out Justin Ross. 
His at on Instagram is Justin Ross, but the O in Ross is a six. His hot take is the Panthers will lock in their playoff berth with a win Thursday night. Uh, and that would that game will be tonight against Holy the Houston shit. Texans. I don't know where he's getting this because they are playing the Texans. Um, do you think he's saying that because he has faith in Sam Darnold? Slow or? the fuck down. Okay, let's just slow down. We, we're taking deep breaths together in the week two reactions. We're going to take more deep breaths here. I will say this. The Panthers start off 3-0 tonight with the win over the Texans. It's looking really good for them because if you break down this NFC playoff like kind of race or where, how it's going to shake out, three teams from the NFC West are going to make it. you got the divisional winner. Then the next two after that, I'm saying the Rams, Cardinals, and NCLs are easily in the playoffs this year. Okay. You, there's three wild card spots now with the playoffs how it's set up. There's one more team that needs to have the next best record, and that's you're looking at teams like the football team. And then if the Panthers start three, no, you got to put them in there. I mean, who else are we gonna who else are we gonna throw in there? We're not gonna throw the Saints in there. The Eagles, I mean, come the fuck on. We know the Cowboys are gonna win that division, so it's not a bad look. It's gonna it's it's not gonna be easy for the Panthers because if they start off three and zero today, that's another thing. The teams are gonna start playing them like they're a really good fucking football team, which they are. There's no more flying under the radar and shit. They're they're not a bad look. I could see them sneaking in there as the last seed. It's not a. I'm not. I'm not all the. I'm not selling this, but I'm not. I'm not buying it either. It's not a bad look at all. I think they can sneak in there, but I'm hyped to watch them as the year goes on. Yeah, I I don't necessarily understand it. Okay. Um, I understand. I mean, when you break it down, though, if you have, if if well, that's what I was gonna say. When you break it down like that, yes, you're looking at the fact that, um, you know, there's not really many other nfc teams i mean to on. put into that category so yes that does make sense justin um, that third wild card team could be the football team they have but a, again they have a we t- gotta just we gotta understand the year that sam donald had last year and and, and oh my are God, we gonna see fuck- hold on a second are we gonna see a sam donald from the jets you know Maybe crawl out of that hole that he's no, in. No, this is what it is in, with Sam in Darnold. Carolina. Sam so, Darnold finally has a, a competent coaching staff. He's in a way better organization. And you know how you know how before with the Jets, it was Sam Darnold was like, okay, it is like seventy percent bad. Then that little last thirty percent of good is is pretty fucking good. I think nowadays he's gonna flip. Where it's like, okay, Sam Darnold, you're sixty five percent, seventy percent good, and it's really fucking good. And you still have him. You're still Sammy D. So we still have that 25 percent. that's not so great. I think he's fine though. Personally, I think he's fine. Yeah. You know he has he has Robbie Anderson there now as well. He's got some uh, obviously C Max there, so they have a good team. They have a good threshold built around them. Um, but you know I think a lot of this take was built around the fact that they're playing the Texans, who are without you <laughs> know they, TT and, and they today. played the Jets and they played the Saints. Yeah, so we got to I mean, see some more from the, the Saints Panthers. was good, but yeah, I think the moral that we can take away from this is we have to see a little bit more than playing. They some are bum on ass the radar. Teams, okay, they are on the radar. Maybe. Uh, okay, <laughs> Devin Lott sent us two. So uh, Devin Lott is Devin underscore Lott on Instagram, and he's got two. The first one is Joe Burrow is going to go down as a bust when his career is over. I'll let you go. I, on I, this mean, one I mean, first. What, I mean, what the fuck are you? I mean, this this is one of those takes where you just see it and you're just like, all right, guys. Well, they are called hot school. takes for a reason. They are so, hot takes. You know, I just want to know where this originates from. I think I do know. I'm pretty sure you probably had the Bengals spread on Sunday. Three straight picks probably had you feeling some type of way. But how did he bounce back from those with two straight touchdowns? Joe Barrow can throw the football. He is a football player. We've seen this for plenty of years. He has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins around him, Joe Mixon there. He has weapons. He has no protection. I mean, God damn it. He has no protection. Well, look what he's doing. He is sitting in the pocket with the ripped condom. What is he supposed to do? Oh, my God. He has no protection. (laughs) I can't say Joe Barrow is a bust. That's a good fucking football player. Well, so I I can't either because – 
look at him when he had protection, right? So look at him at LSU. And he all that he had all that Holy time. Holy fuck! And one of the things, and I've said this on this podcast before, when we've brought up Joe Burrow, one of the things that was so uh, just spectacular about his game is when the play, when he was at LSU, and the play was looking like it was going to be nothing, he somehow turned nothing into something. He would roll out of the and pocket, still make all the do throws. a couple little shimmies, and then somehow find an open receiver downfield, and he kept the drives alive on third and twelve, on third and eight, Big on facts. third and six. And plays like that. So he is capable of doing that, again, when you have the protection. Maybe am I, am I backing the not having a line because I'm in the same boat with my team? But it is a true statement. It's a true fucking statement. So I can't put Burr in that category. Um, I know LSU betters are, are just in love with this guy, and, and how, can you not, <laughs> how, can, how can you not be? So I think um, as time you know moves on and, and we see what the season looks like, I think we also have to remember the fact that this is the Bengals. Okay. Yep. So Absolutely. you can't blame this. You know, this is like sticking Joe Burrow on the Jets and saying, oh, he's trash. Absolutely. I mean, that makes no sense. So, okay. The second one from Devin is, again, Devin underscore lot on Instagram. Sixers are better off letting Ben get fined for not showing up than settling for a bad trade. Okay. Now, listen, I don't I don't not agree with this take because the trade offers we're getting now for Ben are absolutely fucking dog shit. I mean, I, I don't want I mean, you can get John Wall into first. That's decent. I don't love that. John Wall's getting up there in age. He's going to get fined out of the ass. If he doesn't show up in 26 days or, or no. 26 days is when it's the opening day. So he has to show up. I mean, I don't know when exactly shit starts, but he has to show up pretty fucking soon. He's going to start losing some money. Daryl Daryl is not an idiot. He's one of the best GMs we have in this league. He, he can figure this thing out. I put my trust in this man realistically what i want to see is i want to see ben come back play for the Sixers on opening night play maybe a couple weeks raise his stock up make some plays then move him along nicely i don't think we can get something that's going to improve this team i mean i don't know if we can get anything to improve this team period with this benson situation but to maximize his trade value we have to have to sit here and let him wait for a little bit i mean it's just a, it's just a it's just the unfortunate situation that we're in i mean you fucking hear doc rivers hopping on first take and, and Keyshawn j will and max and like he's pl- acting like he's pleading to get him back i mean he, the messages seem like they're written from his fucking pr guy like no we can win the, we can win the title with ben simmons ah it's over it's over try to get what we can from him hopefully he can play a couple games raise his dra- draft stock but it's not a good situation bro yeah i mean i, I have to give uh devin some credit here because this makes sense. sense. Yes, this, this makes sense. is this is right. A good take. Because why would why would somebody who's a Sixers fan like yourself, like Devin, like a lot of these people that are listening, why would you want to settle for a bad trade when right. you, to your point, you can get some good stock for this guy, and he and, has to come and play well, and and you can get you can get draft picks. I mean, the the original you know thought process when they were trading him was we're gonna get some first rounders. Yep. You can get another point guard, maybe get a shooting guard out of this. You know, this can make a lot of sense. So I think doing this in the offseason doesn't make sense because everybody's been trashing him in the offseason. Right. And, and everybody who's been a basketball fan knows the hate. I don't he's know received. if you heard too that the, the the Nets are fucking us. We were going to try to trade Ben Simmons for Kyrie, a couple of other picks in there. I heard about that. And they can't make it happen because KD won't let that happen. KD, it'll still be you and James Harden. It is okay, but I, I don't want him coming to the Sixers because that's going to be bad too. Kyrie and Joel Embiid. I mean, holy fucking shit. If but. okay, hold on a second. So, so for that point, you would, um, you know, we saw that apparently Kyrie didn't like his time with LeBron. Yep. So, if you can't work with the goat, then I don't even. I mean, he he works fine with KD, bro. I think it's just a matchup of personalities. It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to dig something for him. Yeah, I know, but LeBron, you know, you know, LeBron's a fucking GM. He's at the coach too. Yeah, he's yeah. the fucking strength. No, but I was saying, coach. you know, if you can't work with him, then 
Um, you look at Embiid, and I think it's also Embiid's uh, play style. Kyrie wants to be Kyrie wants to be the handler, and you see, yeah, yeah, be the handler. We're just going around picking rolls all fucking day. Joel, you think Joel Embiid's gonna bring? Just stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's okay. All right. All right. I'll 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 quit it. Um, but yes. Back to my my previous point here. You are right on this, Devin. Just because I think the fine will. To your point here, as we we full circle this here, when he gets fined, he will have to be forced to come back and play. Exactly. He'll play for those first couple of weeks. Hopefully, if best case scenario, plays perfect well. world, he plays well, gets the stock up, and then they 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 send him on his way. So I think that that all kind of uh, relates in itself and and could possibly work out for the Sixers. Now we'll go to Eric Bilbro simply on Instagram, Eric underscore Bilbro. This is kind of funny, and this is why we like this <laughs> segment because we get people that like this really send out a hot take. This says, Ben Simmons retires. Host Jeopardy. I mean, I, I, I mean, it, listen, it, it's not thank a bad. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Listen, if, if, you're, if you can't take on the fans in the NBA and the locker rooms and people on your ass, Jeopardy's a fucking great spot for you. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I was just going to say Aaron Rodgers. He was looking and doing it and stretching his legs back and doing that instead of playing football. It's not a bad deal. And if you want to be a bitch like Ben Simmons is, that's probably a great place for you. We can all root for you. I, see, here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers you're is not, like... Um, I don't know. He's he's comfortable with talking and yeah. doing that kind of stuff. Ben yeah. Simmons just just seems like he's very uh, conservative and, and laid back, and that's not his vibe. Was Eric saying this in a serious way? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Right, uh, but but I mean, enter- bad. I mean, we're entertaining it f- as much as we can. The crates right? go away. The Twitter trolls go away. You still that's make true. your bag. I mean, you can look pretty on TV. I, mean, I don't know if Kendall will follow, but I mean. <laughs> She, she's I don't know if she would like that. Yeah, I mean, she's got Dev, Dev's got her by the Dev's got her. her. Yeah, uh, but that was good. And, and it, it is fun to see, you know, when we're in off season and we see these types of uh, uh, of headlines go down. Because you know, I remember this was Tuesday, and I was planning a golf outing, and I get this text in our uh, show group chat with our lovely editor Tyler and Manny, and the homie Sammy two times. Yes, sir. So, uh, and, and there gets a text in there from Manny saying. Uh, you know, I hate you, fucking Ben Simmons, or something like that, <laughs> like something dumb like that. I, I'm gonna burn his jersey. And you know, I, I was I, I was playing in this outing, so like this, I'm like just I'm like, what did I miss? So I and me because I'm not on my phone. I'm playing this outing, whatever. You know, I'm trying to lock in, clock in. You know, so I look at my phone. I go immediately go right to ESPN. And I see whatever the top headline is, and it's that Ben is refusing to report, and he's done with the Sixers. So I'm what like, a fucking, oh, what a sense. fucking bitch move. And Sam is. had had said some comments on that as well. Just you know that. Um, I'm done with Ben Simmons and they could get some good things for him, but this is also not helping them because when you be, you know, I guess a bitch about all this stuff, you're lowering your stock for the Sixers. Maybe, maybe, you know, I'm not saying this, but maybe this was a plan. Oh, let me act like a fool. And then my stock will go down and then the Sixers hating me. And then I screw them over because they did that with me. Little James Harden situation. You know what I mean? So maybe that's kind of like his thought process there too. I wouldn't put it past him, too. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's what James did, but I mean, fuck this guy. I'm, I'm over this Yeah, guy. you've been over it. Um, yeah. You know, we were talking the other day about when Manny was going to get in New Jersey. He doesn't know him. Uh, one of his quotes, I think you said it on this podcast. You're like, I just should have got a MB jersey at the beginning. I should have. I don't know why I didn't. should have. I think you said it when we I didn't want to be like everybody but... else. I, I Like, listen, this guy. Uh, See, said... that's me. We just had this jersey. We did have too. this jersey. We talk. were talking about buying our Caesar Sportsbook jerseys. Okay, <laughs> code all day. Uh, and I was like, I don't want to get a Saquon Barkley jersey just like everybody else. But that's like the coolest color rush jersey to have. I would love to get his Xavier McKinney jersey. 
but they don't have the uh, the color rush in it. So, but again, that's all Jersey talk. Okay, so two to go. Savvy Sav, love you, brother. This is from his uh, betting account, Wicked Betting, on Instagram. I think I said that right. It's, did. Right. Um, his shout out Sav. Shout out Sav. What's up, baby? Uh, his hot take was Broncos, and then he had the cash emoji. And what do you think that was referring to? The past two weeks, win, win against the Giants, win against the Jaguars. They covered the spread against the Jags last week. Definitely a team to look to bet on. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to re- reveal too much information, but right. the Broncos look like they're the team to bet right now against the spread. You yep. look, um, you know, you look at at their schedule. Uh, obviously, we've talked a lot about Teddy Bridgewater and and, and what he's been able to do as a leader on this team. So I feel that it is going to be a betting weekend for the Broncos, and that's my alliteration okay. for the day right okay. there, fellas. Well, I'm going to have to run your parade real quick, okay? Teddy Two Gloves and the Broncos, mm, Teddy they're Gloves. doing their thing man. out there, bro. I can't. They're playing some good football. Courtney Sutton's playing some good football. My man, no offense, ever they're playing some good football. They sell that defense over there. They're doing their thing. Now, you'll hear a coach say this in the NFL all the time. You'll hear players say this. You just you play who you're scheduled. Okay, cut you some slack. You got you got the fucking Giants. I mean, we know who they are. Yeah, we know exactly. Should have been a win though. We know Should've. exactly who they are. Get the Jaguars. We know exactly who they are. Now they have the Jets. I'm gonna get, give out my own hot take on this segment called Hot Takes that the Jets will cover that ten point spread on Sunday, guaranteed, guaranteed. I okay. The How books, the hell? Hold on a second. The books are starting to adjust. The Bush are starting to adjust to this Broncos team. Okay, we might have a pretty good football team here. They're not that great. We know people are going to fucking jump over and bet them because they are 2-0 against the spread the first two weeks. People are going to be flying to go bet the Broncos this weekend. I think the books sweep now, up. Now, that's to Bo's point of following the money, right? Yep. So if uh, everyone's going to the Broncos, yep. then you know we go to the Jets, right? Makes sense, clearly. How can you say that, though, after what we just saw from Zach Wilson well, let me, let last me, week, okay, right? Well, I'll give you my I'll give you my take on that as well. Zach Wilson comes in the league first two weeks. He probably felt a lot of fucking pressure. He's playing for the Jets. They fucking suck. He has two awful football games. I mean, we got to remember we're throwing to our guys, Zach, our guys. But once we get that cleared up, pretty sure that's going to be a point of emphasis this week in the film room. Our guys, Zach, okay? Yeah. We have nothing to lose now. People think, people think, quotations, think you suck, Zach. You don't. Pretty I mean, wrong. Anyone, anyone, anyone who knows football knows you don't. You're a good, you're a good football player. There's no more pressure. This game is not at the crib. I don't, I don't think. No, I think it is in Rutherford. Actually, it might be at MetLife. But either way, there's no pressure. No one expecting anything of you anymore. Go out there, hang your hat, play some good football versus a team that people swear is amazing. I think the Jets make this a seven, six, maybe four I point game. I don't, I don't see that. Um, but I mean, for the Broncos, listen. The Broncos aren't a bad team. The, their next six games, we'll see who they are. Because it's I have, the same I with the Panthers. I have written down right here. The next six games, they go Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, Browns, football team, Cowboys. We will see exactly. We're in the same boat here with the Panthers. We will see exactly who they this are. This is why I'm saying this about Zach Wilson and the Jets versus the Broncos. Okay, so a lot of the guys were like, oh, my God, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Let's go. You know, we, we, we finally, we need you to have a good year. You have to have a good year or else we don't know what may be in store for your future. Comes out, zero line. Zero edge rushers. Von Miller's right out the gate. Bang. Every time. Bang. Who says that that's not going to happen to Zach Wilson? Force him to get out of the pocket. Force him to be uncomfortable. And what happened when he moved out of the pocket and felt uncomfortable throwing the ball on the run? Well, pick it, after pick you make a, you, after you, pick. You make a good point, but I think the Denver boys are kind of smelling themselves a little bit. 
they, I mean, they probably expect to go two and zero, but I, I mean, they get the public gets on them. They're probably sniffing themselves a little bit, feeling good this weekend. They don't play as hard as they did the past two weeks versus the Jets. I think they sleep on them see, a little bit. But again, Jets plus ten, boys. I'm telling I you right now. I don't think you can like. Uh, this isn't a stay away game. It's not. It can't be. But, um, I think there's got to be good value on the spread. Even for the Broncos. Even though. For the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> Even though tens a lot, holy fuck! Even though tens a lot, so do you want to? Do you, do, all right, all right. What are we? What are we betting on this? You betting pushups for the pod? All right. L- loser has to. If, be, no, loser. Loser, to, loser does uh, as many points as they lost by. Yeah. Oh no, no no because if I cover so if I so no fuck that because if I cover by a point you only get only one push up fuck out of here <laughs> you're gonna owe me twenty on the reaction show. Okay. If if the Jets cover. All right, I, I have space down there. I'll yeah, figure yeah, it out there. plenty of space to do that shit. Okay. Lock it in. All right, we'll lock it in. Lock it in. All right, lock it in. Guys, the hand the handshake happened. If you're watching on YouTube, like the like the video and subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you do not miss out on any new videos. Okay, so last hot take of the day and of the show. Evan Crawshaw, good to see you again yes, on, the, sir. on the podcast, yes, brother. Sir. Coaching has obviously been well for you. I've been seeing everything you're doing. Crawchuck one on Instagram. Finally, back with the baseball takes Bryce Harper. This is his, his exact quote. Bryce Harper, and then he has in capitals, will not win MVP. In parentheses, hold on a second, fellas. In parentheses, he says, it hurts to say it. I am a Yankees fan. Everybody should know that by now. Jesus. I I think, and again, I'm a Yankees fan, and I'm saying that Bryce Harper will win MVP. Yep, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. maybe, again, okay, this is hot takes, right? That's what it's called, right? It says that on my paper here. It says hot takes. So maybe that's a hot take where it's like, you know what? I My name's Evan. I am a Phillies fan. But my hot take is that he doesn't get it. Because okay. I think his line jumped. I cat tweeted about it. I was it the about other to this is This is where I'm coming in here. Go ahead. You could not have picked a worse time to say this hot take. A couple days ago, we recorded on maybe Tuesday. Maybe two weeks ago. If you, not even. If we recorded on Tuesday, you submitted this hot take on Monday, it looks way better. But literally, the day you tweet this, about a couple hours pass by, Bryce Harper goes from a plus 200 dog to win MVP to a minus 200 favorite. So you couldn't have picked the worst time That's to tweet funny. this. Maybe he... Also, uh, I understand Fernando hit his 40th home run the other night. I don't know if that was last night. Or the night I think it might have been last night when they were down 8-1. He hit a bomb. It didn't mean anything. On the other side, Bryce Harper seems to hit a home run every fucking third day. That means a lot. We also are a game and a half up with them in the wild card race. They've been playing a horrible baseball. We're only three games back of the Braves in the division. I mean, if he keeps this surge going where he seems to be one of the only five productive players on this Philadelphia Phillies team, there's no reason why he shouldn't win MVP. We had a couple a couple episodes ago, I kind of went into it deeper with the advanced stats and all that shit. I'm not a big advanced stat guy, but they, they have a time and place. You're not a numbers guy? No, I'm a numbers guy, but not too much of an advanced <laughs> stat guy. But, I mean, the, the numbers align. I mean, the big hits align. He's making plays in the field. He gunned somebody out from fucking right field the other day. I mean, he, he is the MVP. Books are seeing it now. Public's seeing it now. My guy, Bryce, going to win MVP. We'll have something to build to hang our hats on this season, Phillies fans. It's not all pain. It's not all pain. Not all pain. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to – like I said, I, I didn't have much to say on it. It's it's he He's a winner here. Um, I think it is, it's fitting how he said that where – went from minus 200, and Cap did tweet this. I think he called it. He had tweeted something saying he liked the odds when they were, uh, like, plus 100 or before it it changed. Then literally, like, a day and a half later, he had, like, three separate tweets. So it was, like, after, like, a day, he tweeted again how it moved, and then, like, another half of the day went by, and he tweeted again. 
and basically just saying like these odds are switching like this is you know this this is messed up i mean right. this, like we're getting screwed here because like that's how fast it changed i mean Gosh. literally like the snap of your fingers he has he has a big game um the thing that doesn't make sense to me is i mean he's been doing this since the all-star break right why has it not like are you really that high on on tatis that that his line hasn't moved at all like that. I, I don't know, but you see, um, that, you see that little argument him and Machado got into in the dugout the other yes, day. Yes, that too? was the coolest thing Jeez. I think. And I saw this. I forget who was talking about this on ESPN. It might have been um, Keyshawn J and uh, and Max, but I'm not positive on this. But they were talking about it might have been ESPN radio or something like that. I forget who who was talking about this, but they were saying whoever it was was saying that they're gonna look back on this and. Like these two are gonna look back on this maybe in two to three years if they make that World Series run or if they make it to you know down far DSCS they make it all mm-hmm. the way there they're like okay we can look at that moment right there where this is is where we developed as a team right. we our our bond got closer our chemistry got tighter uh, and it, it it ultimately resulted in better uh, layout and, and chemistry of the whole team so I'm gonna be honest I did, those are not my words but I, I can see that happening. what had happened in that situation Manny was in the right. I mean, Tatis was 100% in the wrong. If you don't know, basically, he had a third, third call strike and a close game. We're in the wild card. We're playing the Cardinals. They're the team that's in the wild card. He starts arguing. His coach comes out, keeps arguing, gets the coach thrown out. Machado goes back to the, he goes back to the bench. Machado tells him, what the fuck are you doing? We need our coach. You can't be going on. It's not all about you, basically. I think Manny's 100% right. If you know baseball, play baseball, how it works, you kind of need your manager in the situations. I mean, there's games in fucking June you can afford to get thrown out, but not now. Especially in the, in the circumstance that they're in right exactly. now. Right? I think it's really cool that Manny kind of takes on that role of mentor Tatis because I think Manny sees a lot of himself in Fernando when he was a young bull because if you look back at it, I mean, Manny kind of was a guy that he's a little bit of a hothead. It's kind of all about Manny. We saw that back in in, in Baltimore. And you can say that about Tatis. So I like that dynamic they have if he's kind of his pops and all that, but I think Tatis is kind of fighting it right now. But when he stops fighting, that team will be. Well, you know, I I like that comparison a lot because you look at Manny when he was, uh, you know, he was a little hotheaded because he was the best on a really shitty team. And what's Tatis? Right? So Tatis, before all these moves made and exactly. and all these pitchers came in and Machado got there, Tatis was a very, 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 very good ball player on a really shitty <laughs> team. Right? Like, no one was going to those day games in San Diego when they had, you know, those ugly blue and tan jerseys. Nobody Absolutely gave a not. shit about the Padres. And it was the same about the Orioles. And I guess you can say that now because they still suck just as bad. <laughs> but the comparison makes a lot of sense. I do like that one. Uh, before we get out of this hot takes, I had an argument with my, with my brother the other day oh, boy. about um, MVP race, and uh, it was actually when we were down the short, and he was saying that um, um, it was with Otani and, and Vlad, mm-hmm. and he was saying that there's no way that Vlad doesn't get it, hmm. and I was like, I mean, you can't tell me that, but you can't, right? You can't. Otani's <sighs> getting it not only because of his bat, but because he's a pitcher. Exactly. I mean, like, literally, like... There's no, I've said this already before, like there's no other way to put it. Like there's really, there's nothing else to say. He's on the mound pitching and he's, he's hitting rakes just like flat is. So what's the confusion? One thing that kind of, that's all there is to say. Cause in the first half of the year, Shohei wasn't pitching that well. He was pitching, but he wasn't pitching that well. The second half of the year, I've seen his stats. Shohei's been fucking balling on the mound. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Not crazy, but for, I mean, for someone who does both, he's been balling on the mound and still doing his thing as Shohei does everywhere around else on the fucking baseball field. Right. Vlad is having an amazing year, but he was going to need a second half fallout from Otani to take that MVP from him. Yeah. Otani hasn't so. been 
other out out of this world in the second half. But the fact that he's been pitching better, pitching really well, and still doing this thing everywhere else, I mean, he, it's, it's a tough comparison. It's tough. You know, it, it's it's, tough. it's it's honestly it's in my eyes, it's a losing battle. Yeah. How do you how if you're Vlad, how the hell now look? Does he care about that? Maybe not so much. Right. Let's get into the playoffs, right? But how do you like compete with that? You know, if you're Vlad and you're sitting there, you're like, if if he was so, let's say he was so hung up on the MVP race, right? right? He's sitting there like, I can't. I mean. I'm not pitching, so how do how do I like this is a whole different category. Mm-hmm. How how am I going to be put in the same category as an MVP race when he's basically getting, you know, let's say it's, you know, for example speaking, let's say it's he's getting double the reps of mine. Yep. So how do I, you know, it's just like you know when you're a scout looking at all these players coming in, these guys, it's like you know you're looking at a cornerback, but then you're also looking at um, a wide receiver who also plays safety. He's I mean, getting double the like, reps. Like, like, listen, committee. I just hit for two home runs the other night, but then so did Shohei Itani hit a bomb and a double. Then the next day he came out and pitched five innings that were scoreless with six Ks. I can't you know compete I mean? with that. Like, like it just it's it's a tough it's a tough spot to be in. So I just don't understand. Um, you know, it's it's stupid it's to tough. say. I just don't I don't really have words for it because I'm like, do you put this in the same category? Like, how do you like? Because if he if he was shitty at pitching, it'd be so something easy. Something we right? haven't seen in so long. Right. I mean, if if he was like bad at pitching, like it would be a whole different story. But you look at it and you're like, well, he's good at this and he can hit. So <laughs> it's two versus like again, once again, it's two versus a guy that's just hitting. So obviously the big number beats the little number. So even if he was like even it, it just helps his case more that he's good at pitching. Right. That's literally what it is. Uh, but I just had to bring that one up because we were talking about Bryce and Tatis. Okay, that's it for Hot Takes. We'll see you guys for Hot Takes uh, hopefully next week, depending on who comes on the show. We might have somebody sitting next to us next you week, so that would know. be pretty cool. You never know. You never know. Maybe we'll get to Oh, he's got some up these sleeves here yes, all day, every day. but we might get uh, cold turkey, so you never know about don't that. Don't put that. Don't put that in the fucking Any universe. fucking way. Moving on to our uh, Sunday games here. This is no, this is not. Wait, hold on, hold on. I have some apologies. Okay, sorry, 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 guys. I have some apologies. Uh, so I'm going to let give Manny the floor here. He has some apologies to make. I'm going to make some comments. And then we're going to go briefly go over this Bucks and Rams 425 game I on Fox. I don't usually do this. Okay. I might make it a thing because I do have some takes and I, I show people some shade. And I mean, it's all warranted shade. Mm-hmm, isn't it? mm-hmm. I need to first and foremost apologize to Daniel Jones. Daniel. You are a dog in a very bad, very nasty, very dirty playpen. I feel terrible for you. Joe Judge is not that guy. Jason Garrett is running a 2003 offense. I haven't seen this much fucking 12 personnel since I played Madden 04. Mm, all right. I mean, that might be a true statement. Because they it's, don't, they need, it's Jason they Garrett. They need to spread that guy out Sorry more. Sorry ASMR. They need to spread that guy out more. Let him show his arm talent. I mean, at full speed, he's just as fast as Lamar fucking Jackson. He broke two very nice runs in that Thursday night game. He does his thing. I mean, yes, it, which the one was not a goddamn yes, hold. Yes, okay, okay, yes. The turnovers and all, and I and I am going to admit I haven't had the chance to go through Game Pass and look at every single one of Daniel Jones' turnovers. Okay, but I will say that I can guarantee you, Alex, and you watch every fucking Giants game closely. A good sixty percent of those have to be almost on the O line. Him having to throw that ball too early, get hezzy throw, take a fucking blindside shellacking, and the ball comes out. But that's a Daniel Jones turnover. Am I not? Am I on the right ballpark here? Yeah, I mean, it's but it it ultimately at the end of the day, regardless of that, it's on his stat sheet, so yep. he's gonna get you know penalized for it. it, any it day, doesn't you know? help. It doesn't help. I mean, you right. have you have Slayton, you have Kenny Galladay, you have Sterling Shepard. Oh, here it goes. I know where this is going. Why aren't we I not? Why are we not spreading this team out more? 
running all these two tight end sets under center. Mm-hmm. We have two wideouts out. You're not putting your guys in the position to win. Even Saquon. Get in the gun. Run some inside zones. You keep trying to fucking jam Saquon to the B-gap, and that shit's not fucking working, Jason. How about you? He's not Zeke. Okay, he's better than Zeke. He's a different type of running back. Get him in some zone concepts. Let the let the holes develop as he gets the ball two, three yards in the backfield. Let him make a quick little move and then hit it. They're not helping him out. And not helping Saquon is also not helping Daniel Jones look worse. Daniel Jones is a fucking dog. I'm not ready to say he's going to be a top five quarterback in this league one day and all this shit. I'm not going to throw that out there. Yeah, it's too early. We're just I will, saying for this season. I'm going to tell you. That he will keep his job at the end of the year? He will keep his job at the end of the year. Joe Judge and Jason Garrett will. I see. I, I I will differ with you there. Okay. Um, Judge, I'm a fan of Judge. It's an it's an old. We're not going to beat ourselves. We're going to be a disciplined football team. What does Lawrence do? Okay. Um, we beat ourselves. I mean, you can also you can also go back to uh, in the Broncos game when he challenged a uh, touchdown. Joe, come on, bro. When you know, come on. You can't challenge I, I, and I, review scoring plays how, because they're already reviewed. There's two things that come to my mind. How do you play for Bill Belichick and don't have an absolute understanding of the rules front know. to back like it's the Bible? You know, okay, Second listen. Second of all, I know how happened. are you a special teams you know coordinator what? for three years and you lose a game on a special teams mistake? Joseph. <laughs> I will Work tell with you me why. Here. I, I can't defend you. you. I will tell you why. This is why it happened. And this is the All Day Everyday Show. Anyway, okay. um, so... I feel like it, it all happened so fast because they were getting ready to set up to kick the extra point. You know how when the next play is the ball snapped in the next play that you can't challenge the play that was prior. Right? Makes sense. Uh, so I feel like they were getting ready to set up that extra point and he's getting a lot of chitter chatter in his headphones saying, yo, I don't think, I think his foot was out at the one. His right foot may have touched the white line. If you're going to do it, you got to do it now. But again... If that's true, I don't know this, okay? This is just a thought on why this would have happened. If that was true, if that is actually something that could have possibly happened, then that just goes to show that all the guys that were talking to Joe in his headset, and including Joe, didn't realize that in that moment you cannot challenge your scoring plan. I mean, that is just, I mean... Now, do they know this outside the fact? Yes. What is the heat of the moment? Holy shit, holy shit. Like, we need these... Crowd's kind of rumbling these, a little bit. We need these six points. We yeah. can't let up these six points. I get that, okay? Um, but yes, I want. I thought you were going to bring up, uh, you know, what, what pains me is we got to start utilizing as the Giants here. Jason Garrett. What is that offense? You got to start utilizing the... Weapons that you have, okay? Well, I mean... I mean, why is Tony not getting used right now? I'm not... Weird. I mean, like, it, 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 Kadarius Tony as well. That's what I'm saying. Why, and Kenny, why Kenny Galladay comes out and says he wasn't yelling at, at Daniel Jones. He was yelling at Jason Garrett. That looks worse. I like that, though, because I'm in... Uh, as a fan, as no, a no, fan no, no, no. of the New York I, Giants... Listen, as a fan, okay, I understand you like that better than him yelling at Daniel Jones. Is that what you're getting at? Well, I was going to say that, like, I hate Jason Garrett, too. I thought okay. his ass should have been Understood. gone, you know, but last as, year, too. As I've played on some good football teams, and I've played on some fucking bad football teams. All my guys out there who listen know exactly what teams I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> when you're a coach and you lose your team or lose a couple key players that early... Getting to meetings, some guys are coming in late. They're walking in the hallways, like, yeah, this dude fucking Jason. Yeah, he has some total personnel for the third week in a row. This guy's a fucking idiot. You can't lose a team like that this early. And that's just that concerns me. That's why I had that saying that I said Joe Judge and, and Jason Garrett are going out to this year. But I mean, I could be wrong. But I just I think they need to find someone that's gonna let them dogs spread out and let them get loose. You have weapons. I mean, Slayton's a good fucking football player. Sterling Shepard's a, a damn good football player. Kenny Galladay, when he's on that fucking field, is a damn good football player. 
There's no reason why. I mean, you guys are putting up points and everything, and I understand it. You could say, hey, we put up 29 or 30, whatever the fuck. Should be 14 Under- more. Understood. That's what I will say. Yeah, I mean, there's just better ways to utilize your talent. That's all I will say. Yep. That's all it is. Discipline, discipline, discipline. That's what we will go to. Okay, uh, you have another one. I right? have another apology. And this go ahead. A- this apology actually pains me to say. Mm-hmm. I never thought in my life I'd be on camera apologizing to America's fucking team. But here I am. We did our NFC predictions. And I received predictions. I had a lot of. We both slept on him, by the way. I had a lot of, a lot, not the best words to say about Mike McCarthy and the boys over in Dallas. And I was saying early in earlier episodes they were getting the hype this year, and then here we fucking go. We know what happens. But I mean, this team is a damn good football team. Got to watch them versus the Bucks. Whole world watched. I mean, they compete. Should have won that game, honestly. But you get Tom Brady too much time. They play the Chargers at SoFi. Almost, I mean, shut that offense down. I mean, a good bit. I mean, after the first quarter and a half, I mean that 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 Chargers offense didn't look amazing. This team isn't bad. It's time. To, it's time to show him some attention. I mean, Tony Pollard gets 140 total yards. He uh-huh. looks like the best running back on that team. C.D. Lamb has grown. Dak has grown. I mean, they'll show you one week we can throw. I mean, Kellen Moore's a fucking genius. Someone needs to pay this man handsomely after this year. Because you see one week, it's like, all right, we're not going to be able to run the ball versus this fucking Bucks team. Let's just throw it 58 times. You see Dak's attempts go down almost fucking 20% the next week. Adjustments. Great OC. Fucking great OC. Slept on this team. I, I hopefully Mike. It also helps so that that you know he was a former quarterback. He played with yeah, them, yep. so you know he he understands I mean, the and schemes it, and yep. everything like that. He knows when he's because he was making those adjustments exactly. on the field in in practice, whatever. He was making those mental adjustments, exactly. right? Regardless of what the coach said, I'm okay. No, no, no. We we can't run the ball now. We got to switch. So that's good to have a guy like that there. This Cowboys team also has some Jason Garrett. The Cowboys mean, team also has some damn good players that aren't. Learn something, buddy. Leo, Leo Collins five game suspension started last week. Right. Lawrence still isn't playing. Yeah, foot issue. He's gonna be out for like six to eight weeks. I, think. I mean, when they come back, this is this is a scary team. You got, I mean, Micah Parsons looks good off the edge. He can drop in coverage, but off the edge, he looks like a dog. Diggs is another exciting young player in this league. They got, they got. I mean, we know the linebackers. We know who they are. We know what they do. I, I mean, they definitely they got some um, dogs over there in Dallas. And I, I slept on them boys, and that's why so I need to I. give you a formal public apology. Yeah, I slept on them too. Um, I really thought it was like a a, a Giants and a Washington, but I was, um, you know, in the back of my mind, I was, I was really thinking Washington, but obviously, you know, I, I, I'm a fan of the Giants, so I want to say the Giants. Um, so that was fucking out for the bias guys, but whatever, world. we'll, we'll leave the bias comments out of there. They'll, they'll, re- <laughs> they'll resurface themselves. Okay. So the last thing we're doing today is we're going to, uh, talk a little bit about America's game of the week on Fox with Joe Buck and the homie Troy Aikman. I know you guys love hearing Joe Buck do football. I know you guys do. <sighs> I actually like Joe Buck. I hate, right, there you, you know, go. I, I, he, I think he does good at baseball in the postseason. Everybody hates Joe Buck. I like Joe Buck. Okay, <laughs> I was a broadcasting major, so it's cool. I like these. You show appreciation for you guys. I, I, very, very true. Okay, so the Bucks and the Rams. The Rams are um, a very, very hot team right now. I saw Stephen A's list. I was just scrolling through Instagram. I follow him, so I saw one of his top five lists. And on that li- that top five list, the Rams were on that list of his top five teams in the NFL. Where were they? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I think it might have been three or four. Okay, as long as it's not. As long as it's top three, this is the top three team in football right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not. It was not five. It was not, certainly not one. Um, I forget what he had at one, but uh, yeah, it was definitely a top three team. I believe it was three out of five. So, uh, but yeah, this is going to be a good game. Um, I'm excited to see who, what player prop I want to take. Um, I think I'm going to go with a playoff Lenny touchdown score. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. I think this is going to be just a fucking hell of a football game. 
both sides, you have so many players you can watch. I mean, you start with the Rams defense. Obviously, anytime Aaron Donald watch, touches the field, you got to watch. You got Jalen Ramsey out there. I mean, that guy is a fucking dog. Probably the best tackler like, could, on the Rams. Could we be looking at our NFC championship Oh, game? easily. If, easily. Now, again, easily. we can't say this now because you don't know how the seedings, like, they could match up much earlier. Easily. You know what I mean? But you look at this, and this could be, you know, you never know how the seedings are going to work. Easily. So, like, I'm not, like... Don't quote me on this now because at the end of the year, they could be on the same side of the bracket. You understand? Instead of, you know, Bucks being on this side and playing the Seahawks, and then you have the Rams over here, and then they just match each I other. I just up think, and- like, even this game, like, for the football nerds like me, bro, this is going to be a hell of a game to watch. You got McVay's offense versus Todd Bowles, Arians defense. There's going to be a lot of motions, a lot of different personnel. And, and, and Rams D, a too. Lot of, Rams D, a lot of checking there. Tom Brady versus that Rams D, that chess match going. There's going to be a whole lot of chess matching going along. We might not even see everything because of what you said. This is a possible NFC Championship matchup. This is going to be a fucking hell of a game. I, I'm so excited. I'm to excited watch this to shit. see so you know excited. these guys perform, right? So we talked about in the NFL reaction show. Yes, I do like a playoff Lenny touchdown. But in the reaction show, we did Where's say. Where's your Cup guy at? Yes, so Cooper Cup, I will, I'm probably going to take his over in yards. I'm not going to take a touchdown this week. Okay. I will take his over in yards. I do think Robert Woods is going to get a slant. I was going this to week. say, I think He's it's Robert. Score. I think this week is Robert Woods. Just how it the works. first two weeks is it's Cooper. It's, it's Cooper. Just how it works. You know, in them defensive meetings, they're saying, okay, we're not letting Cooper Cup beat us. Right. Okay, so we got Robert Woods. You might see a little bit of Deshaun Jackson this week. Some more Deshaun Jackson packages down the field. Maybe Higby in the red zone. Hey, I did say on no. Twitch that he's a top five, top five tight end. That was a little crazy. Yeah, a little crazy. Little but crazy. I think I, that hey. was a long time ago. Too. <laughs> um, but hey, I will give one official play. I will give one official play. Please be where I'm, I'm thinking. Go My ahead. official play. So I already gave out the Jets plus ten on this show. My second official play. I'm taking the Rams as a dog. Taking them on the money line. You have a home dog. Hottest team in football right now with something to prove. You know they're hungry. You know they know everyone's sleeping on them versus the Bucks. Everyone's running to take Tom Brady versus this game. I I can get a home dog, LA Rams, the hottest team in football. We take those all day, every day. All day, every day. Every time. Literally all day, every day. Every time. So I I need to say this, though. I stressed this in the NFL reaction show in week two. It dropped on uh, Tuesday, I believe. Um, and we said this here, and I'm going to forward this over to this podcast. We said Rob Gronkowski as a touchdown score, and we've seen in back-to-back weeks. Yep. So we, we said, you know, why would we not think to start betting him, right? Yep. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going touchdown Ooh. scores in this game. Cooper Cup over and receiving. I don't know what the hell it is, but that's what I'm going to be riding with. Um, playoff Lenny to score. Yes, I Ooh. bet him in the Super Bowl. Uh, it was like a barstool thing it was like bet 100 and you know you get like some promotion or whatever so it was 100 and and lenny was plus 180 so it was a huge win there going to be backing playoff lenny and i'm going to be backing up rob gankowski as a touchdown scorer as well that could be a very very nice same game parlay right there as well and i think you should straight bet it as well that's a little preview on that don't want to spend too much time on that um and look again last thing um, there's a heavy receiving core here in Tampa. Yep. So which one is Ramsey going to pick? Is he going to go off after the big guy, Mike Evans, or is he going to trade off in the slot, look for Chris Godwin, maybe get a little Scotty Miller piece when he makes his post route down the right yep. side of the field. So there's a lot to look at. Maybe go for Gronk in the red zone because there's a tight niche, um, you know, a tight niche field there and, and, and that's Brady's guy. So there's watching him definitely keep an eye out for Ramsey this no, week. That's a really good Watch point. Him bouncing around. That's such a good point because Ramsey's going to be all over the fucking field yep. in this game. He's going to be mm-hmm. hyped up. He's going to be ready to go. You might see, like you said, you might see him in the slot. You're going to see him out wide. You might see him as that hanging little half safety, like by seven by three off the ball. That's a little football term. Not a lot of people are going to know about that. But 
you'll see, you'll see, you'll see Jalen Ramsey start moving around. I'm telling you, this game has me excited as you guys can see that. As a football nerd, just the chess match going along in this game, I, the players in this game. I mean, even like you get to watch Aaron Donald, and then the other side will go around. We can watch Vitavea and JPP and the boys go crazy. I mean, I love. I'm a big Devin White guy. This is going to be a fucking football game. Yep. I'm so excited to watch it. So excited with money with my Rams as well and Robert Woods. So let's go. Let's get you it. will hear our reactions to all of this conversation on the Bucks and the Rams in our Week 3 NFL Reactions videos. That's all we got for you today. You can check out all the updates that go out on this podcast, the NFL Reactions. We have Tea Party coming out next Monday. Um, actually, bang, bang, well, bang, this bang, Monday. Bang, bang, yeah, bang, bang, content, bang. content, content, content. Where's Twitch streams are coming back. Yes, yes, yes. We, we had died, it. so we lost the cord last night. We tried to stream for you guys. Yeah. What was that, last night? It was night? last night last we tried night. to stream. Lost one of the cords. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so updates on all this, all this stuff on. that's coming down um, is on the Twitter, at Podcast. Thank you to all the new followers. We really appreciate you guys hanging out, sticking around, and seeing what we got in store for you guys. There's a lot of stuff planned. Just keep rocking and rocking and rocking. Instagram, ADEDpod, okay? Um, pictures, some reels from the TikTok. Speaking of the TikTok, on our road to 1,000. I want to go live on there. I can't stop saying I don't know what else to say about the TikTok. I want to go live. Um, it helps you get more followers by you going live, so I need a 1,000 to do so. The All Day Everyday Show on TikTok. And speaking of the live, like Manny just mentioned, if you want to see us live playing some Apex, we did Kenny's 14-man fantasy league, which we are now 1-1. One one. There we go. Um, just All Day Everyday Show on Twitch. So we will be back to those. The last time we streamed was two weeks ago. Uh, I know it's been a while. I was away for a little bit last week. We're trying to figure out this whole stream situation. Um I don't know. If you guys are seeing this, maybe we clip this. Um, we might have a different setting for you guys for the NFL reaction show. Um, I I can't really oh, say too Mr. much. Dickens. Can't say too much more. Hey, now something um, new. But there might be something new for that that oh, we're trying to experiment that we can get out um, for the the best possible scenario for you guys. Okay, uh -huh. so uh, you might see some tweets on that. That's mm. why I'm saying. Stick to the updates, okay? I, I yes, hope sir. I didn't. Do we have a Do we have a Snapchat or something? I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what What else do I have to hey, shout yeah. out? Do we have a PayPal or something? I think we do. Check the Twitch for that. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. Stop. Stop. Stay great. Be great because you fucking are. It's all fun and games here at the All Day Everyday Show. Come on, baby. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin as he's doing his step back. My name is Alex Jacobs. But you can call me all day, AJ. We got a lot of paper today, so we're going to start messing around and throwing it at the camera. See you later, boys. Love you.